tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello everybody out there on AfterBuzz TV. Welcome to the Breaking Ground After Show right here on AfterBuzz, Episode 9 Countdown. I am one of your hosts, the Internet Soapbox Mark Donica, in the leader's chair because Miss Kathy Kelly is still out of town from the holidays. Yep. But uh, I am joined as always by my good friend, Mr. Brandon Taylor. Yes. It took, it took everything in me not to call you the hobo. <laughs> just because that's who you are in passing. Yeah, no, I know. It's it's my my designation. That's that's what people know me as. I am the creator of the hobo. Oh, I gave man. birth to him. Although that wasn't as painful as it possibly sounds. Uh, I am at CWFH Training on Twitter. If you want to learn how to wrestle, you just tweet me at CWFH Training. And I can give you tips on how to become a true professional wrestler. Wrestler, and I want to wish a happy neurovirus new year to all of you out there. Things are bad in California. It's pretty bad. Pretty bad. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm actually kind of happy that Kathy isn't in town because she probably would have caught the the neurovirus one way or another. There's yeah. a bad flu going around. I missed it, luckily. But I got it. It's because I had the, the like a head cold as opposed oh. to that... Yep. I got off easy, supposedly. Ooh, I, had a, I had a virus earlier this month, and then I had uh, neurovirus on Monday. It's so. a hell, hell of a thing to try to train with, and, <laughs> uh, and we'll actually, talk about that. First time ever I, tra- I missed training on Monday. I had to cancel training. I've never done that before. You terrible, terrible person. <laughs> um, so, uh, we're going to talk about Episode 9 Countdown. This was the... Pentultimate episode of the season. We found out at the end of the uh, at the end of the show we're going to get the season finale next week. And watching this, I I, I turned to my wife and said, eh, "Season finale is going to be next week." Mm-hmm. For the first time, she watched this show uh, with me, mm-hmm. and she gave me some some of her personal notes on it. And I think some of her critiques were were very smart. Well, I can't wait to hear about them when we get yeah. to them. Uh, we start out with Bailey showing up at the Night of Champions uh, to shoot a, a promo for Respect, as well as talk to Natty about the whole experience. Brooklyn Brawler ran her promo. I just saw him shambling around, and I'm like, that's got to be Brawler. Nobody walks like but that. But then hearing <laughs> hearing him as yeah. well. So how important is this to you? And it's like, yeah, that's <laughs> it's totally him. Uh, what do you think about this segment? Uh, I thought it was good. I mean, obviously, you, you got to see the emotion and the, the level that that really these people have to perform at and it's starting to sink in what they're having to do and where this all is leading and it leaves you really hungry for what could be on the main roster especially with natalia saying i'd love to just have 15 minutes with you and i'm like i i would love to see natalia and pretty much any of those girls get 15 minutes but unfortunately i don't I don't get to see her. I I don't know why. I mean, I we had seen her when we the had ring. the the title match with with Charlotte was really one of the last times that Natty really got to shine on a big stage. Yeah, and that was a year ago almost. So, uh, regretfully, uh, Natty's not involved in any of of the current women's stuff, which beyond sad. I, I don't understand it. Yeah. I just cannot wrap my head around it. There's got to be a a reason. Well, the, even the weirder thing is talking about uh, other divas on the roster with Naomi. Yeah. When her hubby got got hurt, 
she got a push. That's right. So, like, where, how does that sense make, you know? And not even just a push, but here's a completely separate, like, here, you're not the valet for the Usos anymore. Right. Here's your own thing and the one of the leaders, one of the one of the members of this group, uh, which it turned into, but we didn't get that with Natty. And and to see her on on breaking ground like this and to sh- and to show how passionate she still is about everything, I would love to uh, hopefully it wouldn't be seen as a demotion, but I would love to see her down in NXT more cuz it yeah. it brought everybody else up with the last generation of women. It would be great to see Something like that. Yeah, I, I think that main roster television, as far as women is concerned, needs a little bit, a little bit better handling. I mean, it's been handled really well in NXT, and then the women have been made to look like real competitors, and especially singles competitors. Which is a weird way to put that. You yeah. know, it's such a weird thing to say. Yeah. Ugh. But uh, it it was it was great to see the emotion from Bailey for something like this, and you don't get to see the alternate takes. You don't get to see stuff like this. You yeah. only get to see the final product or what happens in the middle of the ring. Exactly. Um, and from here we go to Savvy Training. Uh, he it looked like at the end of or at the end of his segment from the last episode that he didn't take the demotion back to Brookside's class very well, but. Completely. I mean, reality. There's a lot TV. of. There's a lot of pride. I'm sure. I'm sure, and uh, he may have realized how he may have looked on camera, or, or it was just blown out of proportion for TV. But he's he's going back to those basics and hitting them really hard. Uh, he talks about how he used to study tape all the time in the NFL. And he wanted to do the same, so he sits down with Pierce and uh, Bloom to look over the match with Apollo to see what was up. Yeah. Uh, how often do you get a chance to look at tape? Because for for Hollywood, there's only there's really only the training center and TV. You guys don't do house shows very often. No, uh, we don't. <clears throat> I just sort of take take my opportunity to get critiques from sort of guest trainers that come in. Otherwise, I'm I'm the guy who's giving the critiques to other people. But when there's guest trainers in, that's my opportunity to get in the ring and get critiqued personally uh, mm-hmm. from, from guys like uh, Ricky Reyes, Rocky Romero, uh, yeah, Kozlov, who comes in on occasion. Well, I mean, there was the night when all three of them were there, and right. it was ridiculous. And that's, that's when I really take the opportunity to get in the ring and push myself to see where I really need to be. Because, I mean, you can have an eye for these things, and you can do your best, but there's always something that you can work on. There's always a, an area where you can do better. And it's always best to have someone else's eyes to really highlight what it is that you need to work on. And that's perfect for for Savvy, because he himself, I'm sure he can look at his tape, and he can highlight a couple of things that really stand out to him that he needs to work on. But Mm -hmm. when you've got a guy like Bloom, and you've got a guy like Pierce there, Pierce, who is, a lot of people consider the NWA's last champion. He was the champ. He's the the last bastion of the territory system. Right. And I'm sure he still gets called champ. We always called him champ. Um... (laughs) But he was the guy. And to hear hear him give advice like carry a notebook around, make notes, because certain cities you'll get a, a different reaction from something you do in, a, in this city than you would in this city. Mm-hmm. So you have to write it down. So you have to make sure that you remember to do it or not do it so that you can maximize your time in there and not do something that's not going to work. Only do things that are going to work mm-hmm. and put your best foot forward and have the crowd remember you when you when you leave. It's a great it's a great 
written note, and even as a fan, you can notice it uh, if you go to the house events as well as the taped events. Because I remember uh, that that week of WrestleMania last year, I I went to almost too many wrestling shows. <laughs> almost, uh, I I did the the house show, which was a little bit closer to where we were, maybe about an hour south, uh, and it was a completely different vibe than it was when we went to Raw the next night. Uh, I mean, this was back when everybody hated Roman, uh, or more <laughs> people hated Roman. Uh, and he he was over big time at the house show. Yeah. Wyatt, what, like, it was it was an appropriate appropriately reacting crowd yeah. to what they were doing, as opposed to TV, where people know that they can be heard and want to be heard. So you can... You can pick up on those different crowds if you not just go to TV. If you don't, not TV should not be your only thing. Right. Like I would love to be at one of those NXT house shows. Right. Because San Jose, I think, was a special occurrence of it's WrestleMania weekend. Everybody's here to see this product, as opposed to going to Tampa for those two hundred person shows, fifty person shows, right. however many people shows that they do. It it's gotta be different, and and. Even with Hollywood, you guys have such a varying crowd from week to week, depending on wrestling in general. Like yeah. sometimes you guys record on pay per view days, sometimes you don't, and that could really if, and and your card too. Yeah, so it's true. It it really it really does depend. Even if you are in the same place, house shows really you get you get a lot more time than you do with television, mm-hmm. and that's that's a real benefit. Most times you actually get a chance to sort of play in there and be organic, as opposed to TV, which everything is really really heavy. Everything's got to fit in this little box. Everything's got to fit perfectly. So you're really all about what's my time, what am I doing, all of this stuff. So you're not reacting to the crowd as organically as you might be at a house show. Mm -hmm. But in a house show you have time, you have space to work, you can actually play with the audience. You can actually create a a rapport and enjoy the time that you have in the ring instead of worrying about, am I on time? Is everything going right? What do I have to do? i got to listen to this guy. i got to listen to this guy. i got to watch this. Now Now you're able to just kind of worry about what's happening right now at a house show and that's that's a nice opportunity i I would actually recommend anybody who has not been to a legit house show those shows they have cheaper tickets and you can usually get a lot closer it's a lot smaller it may not be all of the people that you want to see but those shows tend to stand out a lot more it's an awesome match between ziggler and luke harper that night that was for for the i think Harper was still no because the the championship was all over the place that during that time yeah but it was still it was awesome show I'd highly recommend house shows um so so we we learned from this that that Sabby just he wants to improve and he takes all of this with very very reverently and and makes the effort or wants to make the effort to get back into everybody's good graces which, right. which is good it's perfect that he said himself he's a professional it's a professional business he has to act a certain way. And I, I think he's he's on his way back. Um, I mean, he should be. Mm-hmm. You sort of they sort of were able to to script in a bit of an underdog story for him, despite being sort of the overachiever and the guy who who looks like a million bucks. Uh, he still has to work hard to get to a, a level that that he is yet not known. 
um, and it's going to be a lot of a lot of work for him. And he he seems hungry for it. Yeah, but I think he needs to just get his his head in the right space. And I hope that after that house show and after everything that they laid out for us, you know, he, he was all about the look, all about impressing. But that that's really not what matters because once you get in that ring, you take off those clothes, you get out of that car, not in that order. And um, <laughs> maybe in that order, maybe that's maybe, part maybe, of the problem. Maybe in that order, and uh, you get in that ring and. All that stuff goes away, and the only thing that matters is your abilities in there. Mm -hmm. And I I think he's got some of the right ideas. He was talking about um, trying to tell a story about him being the the superior athlete, whereas Cruz was the superior wrestler. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Of course, the coaches looked <laughs> looked at him, looked at the tape, looked at him, and said, "I do not see that at all in this right here." So he he knows what he needs to work on. He he has an idea of what he's trying to achieve. Now he has to just work harder to achieve that and get it across to his audience. And and Joseph Bose in the chat brings up uh, what like different possibilities of what his story could be and speaking to that do you think he could be more of uh, we we've seen that perfection storyline several times now yeah. and and all as a heel do you think there there would be a way to make straight up like shiniest shoes and boots brightest eyes baby face out of i used to play football like is there is there anything or or does he have to go with the the cocky I'm perfect heel? I don't know. See, um, John Cena kind of went that route because he was he really came into to WWE as the prototype as he had been in OVW and UPW before that, um, and it really didn't work out because nobody nobody really grasped onto that until he became the Doctor of Thugonomics and yeah. became a a larger than life character. Um, I, I really don't know if you can grasp onto somebody who looks perfect and yet um, doesn't, arguably doesn't get his due. Mm-hmm. Because you already know, as, as, a, as most people do uh, who are smarter to the business, that this guy is who they look for. They want a guy that looks like this. Um, so he's obviously going to have an easier route than most anybody who comes into this. Yeah. So it's harder to see him as a guy who's not getting an automatic push because of the way he looks. Mm. You automatically want to root now for guys like Daniel Bryan, for guys like uh, uh, Sami Zayn, because they don't fit the mold. And you know that they're not supposed to be in this company because they're not really the ideal so now they have to work harder to get to where they go they they automatically come in as underdogs real life underdogs and i think people really feel that they Mm -hmm. feel that more so i don't know if he can necessarily get over as a as a baby face it's really it's all in the writing and if you write it well enough i think you can but it's he's gonna have to continually lose 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 and then maybe the crowd will start to like him and Mm. think wow you know what this kid he's trying really hard he's lost all these he deserves one Mm. and then the crowd will start to come with you because they're like well this this kid deserves a win at least one freaking win for for a guy that's this perfect he he can't seem to get get one put away that's that's the danger though because then you start to look at him and go well he's so freaking perfect but he can't win well screw this guy so there's there's that fine line between I want to see him win and just cut your losses. This kid's really not bad for this. Yeah. Well, we'll so it's 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 all in the writing. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll get back to Sabby a little bit later in the show. Yeah. Um, 
Dana, we get a little bit of a continuation from her storyline at the end of the last episode. She's with Trainer Tara in in the trainer's room to look over her arm from the Asuka butt bump. She seemed to have take okay, um, but Hip she's... Check looked good. Yeah, every, everything yeah. looked fine. There was a rope in the way of, like, her shoulder uh, from just from the, the regular shot. Mm. So don't know, you couldn't see if anything was, like, a little bit weirder or yeah, not. Yeah. Um, but there, there are inexplicable injuries that occur in in sports like this you never know what it might be it might be a muscle maybe just slipped out of place for a little bit you never strain know something. strain something the body is made up of so many parts if if one of them happens to to be out of place at any certain time then that creates some sort of problem but mm-hmm. it can happen at any time so, i mean even something as as perfect looking as as the hip check that dana brooke got the way she landed, maybe just at that time, one muscle was tense when it should have been loose, and it caused a strain. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's and hard had a to shoulder say. blade a little bit too hard on one side. Like that's yeah, the thing; yeah. it's hard to say. So, so without any sort of a clear uh, indicator of an injury, we still get a pretty, uh, pretty heavy response from Dana about being concerned about her injury. Uh, definitely a little bit of trick editing with like her silence at the end of the segment, which is just like that. That was just you like checking for focus and and exposure and all of that. And you're just like just sit still, just sit still. B roll. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, <laughs> like that. And and her because she wasn't necessarily sad. She just kind of like waiting. <laughs> so yeah, I, it 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 looks like while while. You are pretty concerned, like you, you're concerned for anybody if there's a, if there's an injury scare. Oh yeah. But then there are the times when they're playing this up because it's a reality show. They're 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 trying a little bit. They have uh, their stories they want to tell, mm. and and that's that's all well and good. I mean, I'm all for documentary myself, but sometimes they wanna they wanna make things more interesting than they would be in real life. Sometimes drama, well, no, drama is the spice of life, and it creates ratings. So you want to see somebody have to triumph over something so dana getting hurt and then overcoming this to to, to finally... lose to asuka and take over respect right and i wonder how uh which... how uh how bill's gonna spin that one at the end of the show next week um yeah. mario tan in chat i have the feeling that they're making asuka look uh look they're they're making asuka yeah it's worded very strangely. They're trying to make Asuka look like a dangerous worker. Oh, like uh, Bob Holly dangerous or Ahmed Johnson dangerous, uh, to quote him. Um, I don't know if I'd say I'd say all uh, yeah, I guess kind of cuz uh, when they were asking her about how do you feel about working Asuka, she's like, "Oh, those kicks hurt." Yada yada. She's mm-hmm. ah, she's so mean, you know. It's yeah, they're they're trying to build her up and that's that's smart on either their part or Dana's part because it's it's putting her having to push uphill against yeah. somebody who's arguably better than her, and she'll have to now overcome something. So it, it puts you on her side. If if Asuka is, is so hard to to work with, then Dana looks like she's actually achieving something. I can agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Naya. Naya Yas, Queen yes. Naya, uh, gets her music, her her brand new music for her debut that night, plays it for her mom and and one of her best friends. Uh, she's debuting that night, trying to figure out her entrance, but her yeah. mom's like, don't overthink it. You, you can't overthink something like this. Sometimes you got to keep it basic. Yep. It was it was nice to, I, I think it was awesome that we got to meet uh, Naya's mom. I I was surprised that that was her mom. Like, like I, I saw that, I saw her sitting on the couch and I went, that's got to be Naya's mom. Mm-hmm. But that 
sure doesn't look like Naya's mom. <laughs> like, I I had no idea what to expect. No, and, but she's this nice German lady. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's got to be really an interesting upbringing. Samoan German. Samoan German. And like, sure. Legit German, not like, oh yeah, <laughs> right. we're like 20% German nah, or man, something. Like, like no. <laughs> so, so. She, she was real German because she sucked that tear right back up <laughs> into her eye. Yep. That's real German. I'm right German. There. We don't cry. Um, <laughs> but I mean, that was because we, uh, we flashed back to earlier in the year when uh, her and her aunt, uh, Auntie, uh, Rock's mom, got into a car accident yeah. coming back from an event. Head on. Um, head on from a drunk they got, driver. That's so lucky. I don't know how they got away with as minor injuries as they got. I mean, that's, internal bleeding, but I, it's better than right. loss of limb. I, yeah. Seriously. Um, <laughs> Claire, Blo- Blo- yeah, Claire Bowie in chat. She was lovely. Uh, I agree. <laughs> yeah. She was wonderful, wonderful. Um but uh, yeah, so so we got to see uh, they're still kind of coming off of that a little bit. Um, it's, it's such a shock, but it's also a great thing to overcome. Is like that's that's where I was, and I was I was near the bottom of myself, and then to bounce back and be debuting on television is that has got to be the the scariest moment you can have as an athlete to be in that kind of accident because mm-hmm. it's it's your livelihood. And it's it's from some sort of outside force, and it's something that you have absolutely no control over. Mm-hmm. The fear has got to be just overwhelming. I I sometimes I I imagine that in my own head, in my my downtime. What would happen if? And I I just can't imagine it. This is how I make my money. This is my living. I don't know what the hell I would do if I were in some sort of terrible accident that put me out. I mean, we had there was that injury that you had earlier in the year with your arm. Sure, that but that you worked through that. Probably Whatever. not the best thing <laughs> to do. I, I've worked through. A we lot got of... content out of it. If you want to see me uh, 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 wax the hobo's arm, actually, gonna... no, that was from that's from late was that last late last year? year because I I was still champ uh, this time last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was before I beat I beat Ricky for the the championship. Oh, okay. Um. Let's see. This last year, I probably tore my meniscus. I may have had a small tear in my rotator cuff, and that one I remember. That was rough. It's it's still touchy. Um. And I, I, I had some weird bump that I took on my shoulder. That's right. I remember that, that one too. Made my arm go numb for a while. That was weird. Anyway, so that was that injuries. Was my year, your year in injuries. Speaking <laughs> of injuries, um, it's it's great to see Naya come through that uncertainty to be center stage. Yeah, um, Tyler Breeze, re- very small thing. I noticed this on his Instagram when he started tweeting about it. Um, stray dog out front of uh, the performance center. Whatever, he's really cute little <laughs> little guy. The dog friend. Yeah, little, little wee little dog friend. Um, calls his girlfriend, takes him home. Cool. I have a dog now. Why not? Why not? <laughs> um, adorable little story there. Uh, they get to TV. Corbin and Rhino are busting Nia's chops about her debut. Just, though, like, these guys seem made for each other as, they as, really... as partners and friends. <laughs> um, just I love like, Corbin's face when she said, eh, it's pop music. And he's like, mm. but, but then Rhino's just very straight faced. Can I dance to it? <laughs> it's like, probably. He's exactly what I would expect. Yeah. Just, he's. Really subtle, subtle rib busting in there. Um, <laughs> I'd be nervous if I were you. Yeah, it's like, and he's just so, <laughs> so perfect. And his story about him, him running out for the very first time. You're, we're in a commercial break. This is not your interest. <laughs> like, Great. 
I'm here! All right, oh. Son of a... Learn your music. <laughs> it's a great, great thing, great thing to learn. Uh. Um, God dang. Um, and then, and Corbin, too, talking about tripping on the bottom rope and just kind of like, yes. mm, just immediate <laughs> sweat. <laughs> Uh, I I wish I could. I wish that was uh, documented. I, if that was on TV or if that was whatever it, it was, if it somebody can find live. that, yeah. if somebody can find that, if that was on TV, please please post it in the comments. That's that's really one of those things that you can you get to play that off as a heel, mm-hmm. but as a babyface, if you trip, man, that's that's your butt. You're so screwed. Yeah. See, even as a heel, you can go shut up, stop laughing, stupid stupid ring rope. No, throw these ropes. <laughs> so ropes the babyface, you're like, oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna fight now. Uh, like this was just it was just a jumble of stories kind of put <laughs> together. Uh, Mattel shows up at the performance center to scan superstars for up and upcoming line, including Apollo, Cruz, Carmella, and Chad Gable. Uh, and Bailey gets to see her first figure, That's cool. which is really cool. It was in her debut attire. Um, debut blue, mm-hmm. mm. day blue. Um, what? What attire of yours would you want to see on the Hobo's first action figure? Because they are doing, uh, like, Joey Ryan is getting one yeah, from that company that's yeah, doing a little bit more I indie stuff. I love those. Those are really awesome. Yeah. So if you got if you got an opportunity from them to make a, to make a figure <laughs> of the Hobo, uh, which attire? It's got to be this, the, the stuff Current. that I've been wearing for the last uh, th- three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been wearing the same same signature attire for about three years. Actually, I'm getting ready to debut some new stuff. Are you? Yeah. Good. That's um, really exciting because your stuff now has a lot of holes and patches in it. Falling apart. Yep. It's it's basically spider webs. <laughs> oh god. It's it's been. I love this gear. I really do. But it's just gotten to the point where it's it's. I've got to replace it with something. Um, but I it's, just it's made your creator wrestler man. Oh, I now know. I got to make a new one. Oh. Got to tell me about this stuff. <laughs> But it's it's the fringe on the side. Mm-hmm. It's it's the hobo down down the left leg. Uh, no, nobody had done that before that I really saw. So mm-hmm. I went out of my way, and that was my design. And it became such a signature because no one else had had any of that. The suspenders, nothing. So I when I made that, that really took off because it looked completely different from everybody else. Um, and it's been hard to think of a replacement mm-hmm. because I'm like, well, I could just do the same up thing. Well, up it or design. just make it different somehow. Yeah. That's the hardest thing is if it's so good and that's so signature, do you just create another version of it or do you create something that's different? And I, I created something that's slightly different. Um, and, and in what, so, and actually speaking to that, um, we do see Nia showing off her new attire to Mojo. Right. Um, and comparing her debut attire to what, she's kind of settled into which is the armor thing yeah um it's is more of a comfort versus a certain type of look i don't know like how, she how tried you... to make it special that's that's the the part that really kind of chaps my ass about it <laughs> um is she she really tried hard to make this special and everybody just goes well i like the black better mm-hmm. come on she Nobody knew that she tried to make it special at the time. Nobody yes. knew. But everybody went out of their way to crap on it. Like, just enjoy it for what it is, mm-hmm. you know? You don't know why somebody's wearing something. Like, they thought it was, well, something from when before, like, the, this was during her debut, before she got comfortable in her thing. She tried to make this special and just enjoy it. Look at it for what it is. I personally liked it. I thought yeah. it was different. And I liked <clears throat> I liked sort of the subtlety that it had when it, it had armor components to it. Yeah. But it wasn't necessarily in the shoulders. It was it was more in, in the, the chest and the stomach area. Yeah, like off it the looked, side. Yeah, it looked kind of saiyan in a way, and I, I yeah. appreciated that. Um, Nerd. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. Um, yeah. So it was it was fun just to see a little bit of her interaction with Mojo doing like their their handshake. Um, they have a full blown handshake during during TV. <laughs> Tino put a little bit more time in the ring, just running extra drills by himself. How important is it? Like I, considering you run the building, yeah. For for somebody who's really kind of starting trying to trying to really make their waves, how important is it to stick to the basics? Because I've seen you run training before, and it's yeah. basics that splinter off into particular stuff that you may have seen from TV that week or, yeah. or whatever. So, as a trainer, how can you speak to maintaining those basics? Uh, basics are the most important thing in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Period. Uh, if, if you're good at at like all the the high flying stuff, but you can't give a proper headlock or a proper wrist lock, then you're not technically a wrestler. Yeah. I'm not sure what you are, um, but you have to have those basics to be a believable competitor. And that's truly what they what this whole breaking ground thing has said is in wrestling, it's a competition mm-hmm. at its base, and you have to keep that idea of competition. Now, you start to lose that when your basics start to fall off. You look at Tino, his basics weren't great. And as a result, he got put down a level. Now he has to re reinvigorate uh, his basics. Because without those, you really can't do anything. You have to know how to make your opponent look good. You know, have to know how to apply uh, particular holds. You have to look like a threat. You mm-hmm. have to, at all times, look like a viable threat in that ring or the competition part is lost, and it's not believable. You lose your audience when you don't think a particular person is going to beat somebody else. And it's not necessarily a, a one-sided match, like your your squash matches. If it's a two-sided match, but you can't believe the other person is going to beat the other guy, then you've lost your audience. The audience just doesn't care, and they want you to get it over with. There's got to be something there. Like, even if it's not technical wrestling acumen, it's got to be strikes or, or, or Some, something. There's got to right. be something that, that You look at Baron. You... Baron's almost a pure striker. Yeah. That's it. And he's good at it. He's got good hands. Of course, being a boxer, he kind of has to have good hands. <laughs> um, but that's that's his strength. And he, he looks like somebody who can beat somebody in there. And I've seen a lot of guys who who bring a lot of looks to the table, but at the end of the day, you don't have anything that you can fight with. Yeah, you have to have that something that you can fight with. And and sorry to to, to interrupt, but no, no. But speaking, putting him in the ring with Apollo was possibly the best thing for him to look at. Here is here is a guy, and and uh, Bloom made the joke about it when they were looking over the tape. How? What do you think the percentage of body <laughs> fat is in that ring? That's a great joke. So you look at a guy like Apollo, and he has amazing phys- like feats of physicality and yeah. agility. And you look at a guy like Tino, who can, who can like the second he tries to hold up his candle, the flame blows out. Yeah. So you, by having those two in the ring, you can comparatively look at well, here are two guys that look very similar when it comes to to musculature and agility and all of this stuff. But why can't this guy keep up with this guy? Because Apollo has been put through the ringer as an as an indie performer. Yeah. And his basics have been honed. Uh, he had to take his time. I'm sure his original trainers would not let him do anything until his basics were at a bare minimum where they needed to be. Yeah. And that's what's most important. You can do all the high-flying stuff after. You look at Apollo. Apollo can hit beautiful things, drop kicks, uh, moonsaults, beautiful. But it would not matter one iota if he could not do a basic bump or a basic headlock or something like that. I believe a headlock that Apollo 
could put on. Honestly, he doesn't need all that high-flying stuff. It's nice, but if he were to put on a headlock that a guy couldn't get off, I would believe it. Because totally. he's got freaking big <laughs> arms. Yeah. Um, from uh, Lightkeeper212 in, in the chat, is Tino too eager to be the guy at his level? Um, or do you think, like, and, and I wanted to pose that also as how how much confidence is the right amount as opposed to thinking that you're too good for this stuff, you know? Right. I mean, he's not saying that he's too good. No, no, no. But he's saying he's had to work at a professional level, and I can appreciate that. But he's not sort of, he's drawing too many parallels. He's not saying, well, that was different than this. He's saying, well, it was. it's it's the same, you know? It's hard. Doing that was hard, and doing what I do is hard, so they're the same thing. They're not the same thing. They're really not. Running drills is not the same as telling a, an advanced story. And that's truly where... In the woods, these two roads uh, diverge. There's a little bit of disconnect there. Yeah, this is not just running drills. This is not just doing moves. This is you're trying to tell a story, and that's where he had difficulty. That's what was his problem. He didn't quite understand the story he was trying to tell, um, and his his basics again weren't there. And so the the combination of the two really took him back a step. So he has to has to work on those. Hopefully we'll get uh, one last sort of tag for him at the end of next episode, because next episode looks like it's going to be very much about TakeOver Respect, mm-hmm. and considering he wasn't a part of the that. show at all, um, hopefully we'll get a, a nice place for him to end on for the season. Uh, we do know they're already shooting season two, mm-hmm. um, how much they're shooting, and what the time frame, or how long the time is going to span, as opposed to this, which was essentially a month um, will be will be interesting. Um, so that's we'll put a put in Tino until uh, put a pin in Tino until next week. Um, Naya in the in the makeup chair of her debut, pretty yep. pretty stoked. Um, her mom's in the crowd. The and we we covered it on the NXT after show right here on After Buzz TV. Uh, crowd was really hot. Yeah, really hot for her, and and so were we. Unlike anything that that we've seen in a really long time. And it it looks like she took all the notes that she had been given and her debut and her entrance was what it should be. She Mm -hmm. lived in the moment. She soaked it up and really enjoyed all of the the clamor that was about her. And it was really about her. And that's that's got to be exciting. It's not just about the match. It's about your debut. And I remember talking about her entrance and subsequent uh, exit with just the smile. Just, Just that smile is like Ooh, such a beautiful smile. For, You're such a pretty for girl. Such a terrifying person. Yes. Like X, like yeah, small, minor, what what was necessary and perfect. And she talked about how she couldn't look at her mom in the crowd or else that would have just totally dropped yeah. she would have started crying. Yeah. Um and speaking of her like of her attire, when we see her meet up with her mom later in the show, she's in her for the for the later in the taping, right. she changed into her more Saiyan based right. uh, uh, armor attire, and they cut it as if it's like, oh, no big deal. But you go, Duh, that's not blue, that's <laughs> right. gray. She's in black again. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Whatever. Um, but it was it was wonderful to see her mom's reaction, like despite all of it, uh, just be like, oh, the punches and the kicks, and it's like, mom, it's fine. Yeah. Like this is what I've been training for. Oh man, that part uh, actually with her talking about her mom and mm-hmm. and all of that, that was making my wife cry. Was it? Oh, that made her cry. It's like, don't tell people I was crying. That's the first thing I'm going to say. You know that. Well, I mean, it's, it's speaking to uh, uh, mothers getting involved in 
uh, <laughs> angles. Uh, one of the mo- one of my favorite things ever that I've been involved in in the wrestling business was the match between you and Bo Cooper, yeah. <laughs> where like five people knew, <laughs> including me. I was one of the few people that Smiley, hi Ryan, uh, told like, here's the angle we're doing. Very few people know about it, but you got to get a good shot about it, a uh, shot of it for there the were, camera. There were four of us who knew. Uh, it was you two, me was, and Bo. It, it, right. Oh, and your mom. Uh, right, clearly. right. So, yeah. Um, so, um, Hobo was getting beat down in the ring by Rocky and Lizzie, I think, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, because yeah. that, that was when they were debuting the, 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 I forgot what their their uh, name was. Illumination. Illumination. Yes, exactly. Um, and so your mom gets in the ring and starts to like, "Hey, get out, get out!" And and the ref was like, "What are you doing?" And Rocky was like, "What are you doing?" And Lizzie was like, "What are you doing?" And the whole crowd was like, "What are you doing?" But I was just like, "This is the most amazing thing!" And then Bo pushed her down, yeah, like like she was supposed to happen. Yep. And it was just like you don't. I think the last big thing that happened was when with Cena's dad getting involved, but yeah. he was in on it too. Right, but it was right. one of the ah uh, one one of the coolest moments. And people, you don't get that. You don't get the family into it. But that's an excellent parents, way. Parents can be sort of your motivation to do something. Uh, because they they sort of give you give you your strength. They're like, oh, look at how hard this person worked for me. Or parents can go the other way and be uh, so hard to deal with that they make you want to fight fight for something. Yeah. Um, and luckily, a lot of the people I see talk about how, how great their parents are and like, oh, if it weren't for my mom, I wouldn't do anything. Then there are those people who don't talk about their parents at all because really they're just trying to make it in spite of their parents going, yeah. you can't do it, you can't make it, <laughs> and basically go, ah, screw you, I'm going to be the best. Um, so it's really one or the other. But I want to see more people talk about their crappy parents. <laughs> that seems more realistic to me. Uh, coming soon on Breaking Ground, Crappy Parents Edition. Yeah, that's Jeez. right. Um, we get to see Sammy go back into the ring after this. Um, he starts with a flip bump, of all things. Or maybe it was just to, for that. This is easy. Um, yeah. Uh, they get to, he runs a match with Ty, which I found very interesting. So, apparently, hmm, I, I guess... That's telling. That's probably why he worked <laughs> Ty in London, yeah. was, was because he's the guy that brought him back in to training. They probably trust him. On the road to get cleared. And I think one of the interesting things that, that we saw was... Sammy not being sure where he was going back, which is something that we've been asking and something that the uh, the fan base as a whole has been wondering right. if he's just going to go straight back to the main roster. And he said it himself when I was brought up to fight Cena. I don't know if that was it or if it was just something special. And and it kind of left us hanging for that. And we know, of course, by now he he's returned to NXT. Right. But... But even to his own admission, that's not his first choice. No. He thought that it would, he would consider it a step back. Right. Not not necessarily the the direction he wanted to go in. No. Um, I, I granted all of this is filmed in the past. I wonder if he feels differently about it now. Um, but it's it's really difficult to say. I'd, I'd like to I, I'd like to hear from him now on what was filmed then to see if he feels the same or not. I think if we're since we are gonna like this is the part where season two is gonna come into play i figure it'll be like dude i was i was just like happy to be back in the ring in at any aspect and i think to sort of fine-tune on his road from road to recovery with all of these people down here like 
we haven't well i mean i i figure it's inevitability but we haven't seen him fight apollo yet we no. haven't seen him fight corbin really like there's a lot of people down here that i think he could still put in amazing matches with and with finn being like i don't know if i want to go up to the main roster just just quite yet. i'm having a pretty yeah. good time down here uh i his his attitude's probably changed i probably. i would figure i would figure yeah. um cuz why would they put that out Unless there is a there is a thing, right? Um, we see everybody prepping for takeover. Respect, uh, Dana. We find out Dana's cleared to fight, and Lesu, who knew she'd be fighting Asuka? Oh my gosh! Oh wow! Uh, she's in the crowd talking with JJ about her concerns uh, about the. There's a little thing, and I'm going to put it in God's hands, and it was really kind of extra dramatic. Which again, there are a lot of injuries you just can't explain. And and you can't look on a on an X ray. You can't look on a muscular chart. You can't you can't right. look at all that stuff and go, oh, that's where it is. Something just happens sometimes. So well, we're not trying mm. to downplay Dana's injury if like if that's the case. But this felt like reality television. <laughs> this felt, it felt like reality television. It did. Um, really, the two the two most reality television moments tonight were sort of both involving Jason Jordan. I felt. Um, I think. I mean, there was this, and then there was there was the thing with the the jumpsuits. With their, well, yeah, with their tracksuits. I think that was like there was this moment, and then it was instantly parodied by yeah, the tracksuits, right? Because Gable, like, w- hearing from JJ, you heard like, oh my god, oh there was, we had these tracksuits, and it was going to be something special, and then Gable's like, oh hey, yeah, they're coming tomorrow instead. Oh, why? Oh, oh man. man, swear word. Oh. Well, G- it's I, just, mm. you know, yeah. I know they try it. They, in reality television, you can't be there for the moment. So mm-hmm. you have to do rea- uh, reenactments for the moments. Uh, but it just comes off poorly. It just does not look good when you don't have the right people some people are great just just talking and i think jason jordan should just talk and not act um just because you can tell when he's acting and it's it's pretty pretty heavy-handed yeah that's nothing against him it's it's just he's not a good liar (laughs) you're too honest kid yeah he looks he's got those honest you gotta be a liar we're all liars terrible terrible liars uh the but the thing that i like about and then they'll probably speak at speak at uh, excuse me the thing that they'll speak to on the next episode is they go out for their entrance same thing that they've always been and they put on an amazing show like they always do yeah you and, don't you don't need the suits suits are nice i mean all the the extra gear you have for special occasions it's nice doesn't change anything if you no. just go out there and you're you and you try and tear that house down that's the only thing that matters just try and be you, and if you don't necessarily get something, something right, don't let it necessarily hamper your performance. And they they did not let that affect them. Oh no, no, not no, nearly, not whatsoever. So great for them. Uh, we've also got uh, our last thing before the uh, before the tag for the end of the episode was uh, every everything starting to hit Bailey about how important this match is we we got it a bit at the beginning and we're getting sort of a touch-up at the end doesn't help that everybody just goes like, around you know you, how important this, this is? is so important this is so big i just can't believe you're you're getting to do this how do you feel well the more you talk to me the less comfortable i feel about this whole thing you're not helping <laughs> um uh, of course like it's it's interesting to think of how little of a break 
in-between shooting and release this was. Because if they started showing Breaking Ground, like, the beginning of next year, then you'd be like, oh, this is all right. But this is, like, two months ago. So it was pretty, it was a pretty quick turnaround. Yeah. Which yeah. is great in terms of production if you want to, if you want to have, like, a production test. If they start doing, like, like, a YouTube turnaround where they shoot and it's, like, the next week. Right, like that would be, that'd be flipping insane. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, it sounds like they did this as quickly as possible because we know from the first episode they did not have this thing put together by just. I mean, what was it? Days before release, they they just managed to put it together. So it sounds like for the two, first one, two months is really their limit. You cannot go past two months. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see when I've said that too many times tonight. But it'll be great to see when they announce season two starting. Yeah, like if we're going to get that like the night after Royal Rumble is when we get season two of Breaking Ground. Nah, sounds too soon. I mean, but we just got this a month apart from yeah, yeah. filming. You know? Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll have to we'll have to see what happens. But I think after Royal Rumbles, just too soon. That's yeah. that's the twenty fourth of of january and we're almost in january yeah you want to fight about it no all right <laughs> um so <laughs> uh we're we're looking to see it looks like we're setting up for uh all of our storylines coming to a head at take takeover who's gonna shine who won't uh next oh, we week kind of shut up out. uh we're do- <laughs> we're uh uh so next week is going to be the season finale of uh, breaking ground from the WWE Network. Uh, it's been a hell of a ride for this season. Uh, we are going to have uh, Kathy back. Kathy's going to be yep. back next week. Uh, it's going to be a pretty big show. Hopefully, after you... she's done partying with Sam. No, God. Uh, so she make sure care about us. Um, if you don't, if you don't, even, if you don't know, she's uh, with Sam Roberts right now at the Not Sam Show for yep. Sirius. She was on the show today, actually, and a lot of people really liked her input today. And she's always silly. When, <laughs> oh God, forbid! But no, seriously, her no, input's but, pretty good every day. Really, just saying. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So, so make sure to go go check Kathy out yeah. of that. Do you have any? Uh, we don't need the music or anything, but do you, it, what what do we expect to see next week from Breaking Ground? Um, I want to see, I want to see the, the sort of backstage stuff. We know everything that happened in the ring. I don't mm-hmm. even think we need a recap because we could literally just go back on our YouTube playlist and see our recap of the actual event as it occurred. We should probably, I, we should just air that and like Photoshop like right. this. I in. just want to see pretty much them hitting the curtain to go out for the match and them coming back and everything that happened before and after because you know what happened in the ring you saw mm-hmm. it i want to see all this all the actual the meat the stuff that matters because you could recap every match but there's absolutely no point to it you just need to know how it was received backstage how the people feel about it and where they where they go from there mm-hmm. um i mean regarding dana and oscar you want to know how she how she was perceived in her match we we gave our critique to her mm. um and and that match and i mean it was it was good so i suppose uh, if you want a preview like a like yeah. a full on preview Honestly, yes. of of what to expect next week from breaking ground go and watch our review of takeover respect go to the NXT uh after buzz playlist look it up uh it's that was, I think, our most interesting one because of how reticent we were to talk about certain things. Yeah. Uh, reticent may not be the best word to use. Well. But um, 
yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be pretty great. Uh, I'm I'm excited for it. It's been a hell of a season, especially to see where like Tino ends up. If we're going to see anything about Noof before the season is over, all of the folks that aren't on TV. Yeah, I mean Josh, <clears throat> uh, Josh Noof, Tino, ZZ, Love Preet, Love Preet. Like Love Preet's like they announced recently that he's going to be on the India tour. Well, he kind of has to be. I mean, even so, that's the, like despite that that for how quick of a turnaround past couple of months it has been. And there's, it's gonna there's be like, something he's got something. I could he just does. in just seeing seeing the small amount that I saw of him, I could go, this guy's got something. That's, there's something going on. That's why I'm so interested with him. Yeah. And I because I, I, I cannot wait. If they do make if they I hope they televise that. I hope that's a part of breaking ground. Like despite this short turnaround, he gets to return home very quickly and yeah. wrestle for his hometown hometown crowd. Home country crowd. Home country, yeah. yeah. But still that's <laughs> to have an in a, a person of Indian descent represented in WWE, which is an American American company is huge. That's oh, yeah. huge. So um, I think his, his reception will be monstrous. I think we'll have more of an actual preview for Season 2 next week Hopefully. on the Breaking Ground Episode 10 wrap-up show right here on AfterBuzz TV. So, before then, uh, Brandon, I almost said hobo again. <laughs> Brandon, uh, where can the folks find you in between now and then? They can find me at CWFH Training on Twitter. I'm here to answer any questions you have about wrestling training. If you're curious about how things work, I will be as honest as I possibly can with you on that Twitter. If you want to follow the hobo and all his silliness, you go to at TrueHobo on Twitter, and nxteam.spreadshirt.com is where you can get the shirts. They're yep. pretty, pretty hot shirts. We've got uh, four from the hobo on there. Yep. We debuted two new shirts for Miss Kathy Kelly, uh, and we've already gotten sales on them, which is not surprising. Not surprising. Uh, so if you go to <laughs> nxteam.spreadshirt.com, they are on the main page. Uh, we've got some fun stuff for, from us as well. It helps us uh, kind of get around uh, when it comes to the world of wrestling, so we really appreciate your support. Um, if you want to follow, <laughs> if you want to follow Kathy Kelly, go on Twitter at Catherine Keller Ke- at Catherine Kelly. Let her know that she's been missed. Um, she'll be back next week. Uh, we're going to be off for our NXT show next week as well because they're doing the year in reviews. We'll cover the the single matches when we return, but we're not going to do full shows for one match per episode. Um, but you can find me on Twitter at. Soapbox Mark, whole bunch of stuff here at the studio. We've got a lot of stuff planned for 2016, and I'm not just saying that because that's a thing to say. Um, it's going to be a big year. Uh, the road to WrestleMania has <laughs> begun, and if you want to travel down the road with us here at AfterBuzz TV, make sure to follow everybody here at AfterBuzz TV. Me at Soapbox Mark, Hobo at True Hobo, Brandon at CWFH Training, and Catherine Kelly at Catherine Kelly, as well as the rest of our teams here on AfterBuzz TV. But Until next week for the Breaking Ground After Show, I have been the Internet Soapbox Mark. That's Brandon Taylor. We will see you then. Bye-bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After Shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.